0: This is going to be a first for everyone, including myself because I am sitting in my truck at 6:15 in the morning, June 28th, 29th. I am losing my days, ladies and gentlemen. June 29th, 2021, the day of our Lord and I am in my truck in the parking lot of Planet Fitness because this entire summer I have been meaning actually, no, this is going to go further than summer since last year, um, been wanting to try and reteach my body how to wake up early and early for me is about five o'clock um so yeah this is gonna be interesting because it is not definitely gonna be not as long as normal but since i'm going remote right now because the fiance and i have bought a house and right now i am completely and insanely flipping the entire thing uh mostly just uh flooring in the kitchen right now and i have absolutely zero access or i've chosen i've chosen not to after thinking about it yesterday i've chosen not to have access to any of my recording equipment so here i am doing it on my phone and to be completely honest and truthful if you go back all the way to the beginning when i have no clue what this used to be called i think you i think my podcast used to be called uh trapping through el paso or something like that um uh, i actually used to do these segments called on the way to work or something like that and i would literally just like chat about how my morning was going and then i would end it when i got to work and so i feel like this is kind of like what i'm doing now for the time being just until i finish some of the bigger projects on the house and um can somehow situate myself in my new house with my gear and everything uh namely my laptop and my mac mini which i completely forgot i had a mac mini i have no idea what's on that mac mini um but i desperately need it because my laptop is getting jam-packed with stuff and i usually utilize my laptop for work and for on-the-go stuff so kind of need that anyway There's the intro, and now we're going to get to the actual gist of it. Okay, so I have a funny feeling that I'm using these headphones right now, and I have a strange thing where I don't think that they actually work with Anchor, which is something that I've always found insanely strange that a podcasting app, that is literally 100% remote from anywhere, for whatever reason, can't connect to headphones and external mics. So I am holding this in my hand while I wear these earphones, because why not? Anyway, guys, good morning. It has been quite some time. I think my last episode was about... um crap and i literally just like looked at it right now i don't know what it was about i don't know remember how long it was but in the span of the last episode up into this point i've been listening to a couple different podcasts um some stuff has changed dramatically as far as uh, interests and uh, hobbies i guess Not so much, but definitely just the stuff that I've been finding interesting lately. And between my fiance and I, I think we've finally settled, not settled. We have um, chosen to have a mantra for this up and coming new year. And I know it's June. You're like, it's not even close to the new year yet. Like, how can you be already be thinking about the end of 2021 into 2022? I have this mind that kind of word off of a school calendar guys, just because you know, why not since I'm a teacher and we'll be going into a new school year. Um, in a couple, like literally like in four weeks, if not a little bit less since I go back to school on the 26th and then the students go back on the second, um, of August. But, um, yeah, she sent me this, uh, Posts and it was like, you know, they weren't necessarily mantras, but it was definitely a, a list of terms to use and kind of like what you're stuck with and then how you should change it, uh, based on like what the term was. So I don't remember the, like all of them, but the one that we are going to be adopting is, um, you know, we always say like, I can't do this right now. I can't, I can't, I can't and that really plays into a negative mindset when it comes to things especially right now since we're going through house buying we went through this whole house buying thing and now we have a house and now i'm you know i'm i've been in this house now working on it for about a month uh pulling up tile taking off thin set renting equipment that ended up not working which could be a whole episode by itself uh it's like shout out to home depot like come on guys You kind of gave me a dud. Um, And uh, just yesterday, um, started renovations on the kitchen, updating the kitchen, enlarging the kitchen. Um, Oh my gosh, taking off cabinetry. And today, uh, with the help of my pops, shout out to my pops for lending me his retirement time. I know he would rather be somewhere sipping a nice marg on Jimmy Buffett's uh, retirement shores on the beach somewhere, uh, with my mom's. But, uh, now, you know, after taking down the cabinets, we took them down yesterday. We decided to go ahead since our dining room and living room area is pretty, it's fairly narrow. This house was built like in the, I believe like the mid, like early to mid seventies. Um, it's very narrow, but we lucked out because, in our house we actually get this bonus room which is just you know a converted garage but we like calling it the bonus room but now we're going to go ahead and open up that wall and we're going to have like this insanely large living area now so from left to right it's like the living room dining room and the dining room is going to eventually go into what i like to call the second living room uh and it's cool though because since it's converted you know they tiled the floor and everything uh they didn't level it so like of course you can like step in uh where like the car would park into the garage and everything so it's kind of neat because it's like that sunken 1970s sunken living area kind of feel to it i know like if you look it up you know google 1970s sunken living room uh, it's much bigger but i mean the the uh just is still kind of there of a, a sunken living area and so my dad he's actually pretty good at drawing he's gonna try and draw up some plans as far as what we could possibly do with that room. Uh, Because the kitchen still has the door that of course the person, well, if we still have the, uh, the garage, uh, the door to come into the house is actually in the kitchen. So even though we've given the kitchen an extra, like two feet, like two feet uh, in width, like walking space uh that door is still kind of there and at first i was like okay this is going to be kind of annoying if we have this bonus room we don't open it up people are going to want to be coming in and out through the kitchen uh especially since it was still so narrow now uh the idea now is to keep the door or at least that's the plan right now it's the, the theory is to keep the door instead of closing it off and uh building a like kind of like medium to large-ish uh laundry room since we there's technically not a laundry room in this house it was kind of just like a laundry closet and so i mean in the last two houses that i had i was very very used to having a pretty decent sized laundry room where the laundry the washer and dryer were in there you know there was like uh, two cabinets Wasn't really like a space for like folding clothes and anything, but in this one, we could definitely add it. And I know it's kind of something that the fiance wants somewhere to like, um, you know, fold clothes, kind of ditch them there if we need to, um, and then uh, do that thing. So that would probably be an addition inside like the actual bonus room. And so once we draw that up. You know, there would probably be like a square there, an extra wall. I don't know. It's insane. Uh, you know, having these conversations with my with my pops uh, over a couple of crispy boys yesterday. It's actually pretty exciting, even though there are times where and I just like I sent a voice message to uh, to the fiance right now. You know, little good morning message um, about how sometimes I walk into this house and. um Thinking, like, oh my gosh, like, what have I gotten myself into? Um, I think the original plan was just to like worry about the tile and everything because the tile that came with this house was atrocious. It was like insanely uh, slick. Uh, so, I mean, it was like very smooth tiling. It was almost kind of like, I don't know. I don't know what kind of tiling this was. It definitely could not have been for outdoors, like on the ground, because it would have been super slippery if wet. Um, but even like, uh, inside the house, uh, before we started anything, I mean, we would take over our daughter and she would be running around and I, I'm pretty sure I remember her slipping like at least three times in like the hour that we were there. So yeah, that tile had to go. I even tried taking like sandpaper to that tile. And I mean, I'm not entirely sure if it was just completely vain of me to do that, but (laughs) sanding that tile did absolutely nothing. And even if I were to try and score that tile, I mean, it would just chip everywhere. So that was that, um, shout out to, uh, my cousin, Joel for helping when it came down to that whole tile removal that took about a month, about maybe a good, like three weeks, uh, from start to complete finish. Um, he was really a champ, uh, helping out. He wanted to get like a little bit of experience when it came to like working on a house. (laughs) I think I scared him away, um, with how much work I actually do, especially when it comes to finishing something. Um, it, it doesn't always happen, but I want to say that like nine times out of 10, uh, if I start something in a day, I kind of want to be able to finish that project in that same day. Uh, and so poor Joel. I mean, he was like completely drenched in sweat. I mean, this house has a swamp cooler still. And when we were doing this, it was not raining like it is raining now. So he was drenched and he had just finished tackling, uh, my daughter's room. And unfortunately in that room, for some reason in that room and in the master bathroom, these people who worked or built this house and like lived in it for, well, however length of time, decided that the greatest idea would be the house came with linoleum flooring to just go ahead and throw tile on top of that and so it was absolutely a pain to take that out and then needless to say in the master bathroom it was like three layers of tiling it was like the linoleum like the sticky stuff then the actual like design of the the vinyl and then they put on top tile it's insane it was so weird and so i don't know Thinking about the houses that I've lived in and like the houses that I've seen, it's just you know, concepts and housing design changes drastically. Um, uh, you know, after seeing and experiencing you know, open floor plan concept houses, uh, you know, being built in you know, the late t- like 2000, you know, 2000s, like 2015, 16, 17, 18. And then going back and seeing like these houses, you know, that were built like in, you know, the fifties and the sixties and the seventies, it, it makes me wonder like, what were people thinking? Like, what were these designers thinking? Like, why why did they ever think that open concept houses were not something to try then? And now maybe some builders were doing that way before they became trendy uh, in, in recent, like in like the last five years. But the whole idea of looking at these old houses is insane when you go in and they're like 100% compartmentalized. You walk in, it's like, okay, you walk in square one. Uh, You keep going here square two. And it's just nothing but walls. And so, um, yeah, it's just insane how the design goes. I love our house because I am a fan of hallways. I love a long hallway. There's just something about it. Um, I remember early on when I was looking for a house, probably like in 20, probably like in mid 2018, I want to say, um, maybe like, yeah, mid to late 18, early 19. I was looking at houses over here in the far Northeast, probably like going towards Mesquite on Dyer. There was one house that I had found and it was funky because you would actually walk in and this is kind of like taking open concept to like maybe the max that you could push it but it was just one massive living area like it was massive and this was just a single story too but it was massive you actually like there was no literal like walkway or like a foyer when you walk into a house like usually you have like at least you know a couple a few square feet of like okay this is the entrance to the house no you walk in to the house to the living area and then the bedrooms were actually lined up side by side and then i think the master actually was maybe off the kitchen or something like that or like the master was the only um the floor plan for the actual master had its own little like entryway into the master, but like the two or three other rooms, I think it was a four bedroom house. Um, uh, It was just a door. Like you would just walk in. It's like, oh, okay, here's bedroom one, two and three. Um, And looking back, I mean, it's not a terrible idea, but there's just something about privacy that I like within a house still. So like hallways, I feel give a sense of privacy when it comes to like splitting up the room um and plus you know i'm a sucker for being able to design stuff so uh i'm already looking at this hallway of the house as like this huge massive blank canvas when it comes to like pictures and everything like it's insane that was literally like the first thing that my pops had told me like you know look at all of the space you have in this hallway to hang up so much of your work and i mean that's something i don't think i've ever like touched on it in in an episode in a show or anything like that but That's been something that I've kind of neglected when it comes to like the work that I've been doing on my photo side, um, is actually printing things. I mean, I've gotten into it, like, as far as like gift givings, like concerned, I've printed one, two, like maybe four things, two of them were gifts. And then the other two, I printed them for my parents. They were actually, that was actually one of the biggest developments, like in like the last year or so was that I actually competed in a photo contest and um uh which is like an insane little segue from houses um but completely appropriate i entered into a contest that wasn't even in el paso uh it was a photo contest based out of alpine texas and i decided you know what i've done my thing here in el paso there's really i mean in in the time that i've been doing photography which is like 12 years now which is insane to say um you would think that most people their profession is a lot longer than any of their hobbies um in the 12 years that i've been doing photography i think i've entered in three photo contests here in town and they weren't even contests i mean one was literally second or third grade and i won first place um and then from there it was literally um You know, getting published uh, with my time at EPCC with the Chrysalis, like shout out to the Chrysalis crew. Um, I would love to work with you guys again. And then the last time that I did something that was bigger, uh, I guess a little bit bigger than that was when El Paso used to have the, uh, gosh, I don't even remember what it was called. It was like, this is El Paso or this is my El Paso. And it was just like a book of pictures that people, you know, submitted. And I I think I was just so stoked that I was even like mentioned in the book, but I was not even published in the book. I think I was published on the DVD. It's like a whole like two pictures and they're like five seconds each. It was insane. So I got my 10 seconds of fame on that one because I think that book was sold like through Barnes and Noble or something. Did I get any royalties on that? Hell no. So, you know, what's with that El Paso? Um, so, yeah, I did this photo contest. It wasn't even from the area. Um, all the pictures that you had to take for the contest had to be taken in Alpine. Um, uh, and so, yeah, I did that. And I actually won two of my pictures, made it to the semifinals. So I thought that was actually pretty neat, you know, for <laughs> not living in the area that a contest is taking place. And I placed pretty high on the first try. So now I just got to. Uh, hopefully go back and see what I did wrong, and and just try again. Maybe I just need to buy a new lens or something. Icon, sponsoring. Okay, sorry. I have to do the creepy Biden whisper. Um. So yeah. Uh, and then the last contest that I entered, I entered in with Whalebone. Shout out to Whalebone. Um, they are actually like kind of, sort of like really good friends now because. They actually did an interview with my um, with my station editor, Freedom Warrior, who runs the podcast for my podcasting class at Gannathiel High School. Shout out to her. Hope she's enjoying her summer because she needs to get back to work soon. And so, yeah, they have – so Whalebone does this uh, edition called the Photo Edition, and it's just a bunch of pictures that people submit. And I believe it's five categories. I think it's like joy, water – adventure, weather, and then something else I think it's like happiness. Um, no humans, it's humans and you know, it had an H in there. And so I was like, okay, cool, let's do this. And I don't know what it was. I don't know if I was just like high on the fact that, Hey, like I actually placed in another photo contest, not realizing that, okay, like cool, Isaac, you entered a photo contest in like a city in El Paso where it's, I mean, a city in Texas where it's like maybe you know you know a couple thousand people or something, you know? Um and I was just riding that wave hard thinking, okay, I have a chance. Maybe I can I'll pull like an El Paso thing and I'll just try and get my name in the magazine somewhere. Yeah. No not even. You're talking about going up against like a ton like hundreds of thousands of submissions. And like, after seeing like, cause what they would do is that they would take like the really good ones and it's kind of like a tease. Like they would take it and they would add it to their social media and it's like, okay, cool. Like maybe I'll do that. Like, that's cool. Like maybe I'll get on their like feet or something. And it's like, cool. I got my feet wet. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I can, uh, I can live with that and then I'll try for something different. No, not even. I was looking at some of the submissions and everything and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I think what I ended up submitting, I think I submitted a, a, a portrait of my grandparents for humans, and I think I did one with water or joy. I think I did it with joy, and that was obviously like a wedding picture. And then I did, I think it was adventure, and I used a picture of the, the, uh, the mastodon on the mountain, which I think is actually really cool. Because for them, I think I submitted 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I think you could submit six pictures. And I honestly think I like the Macedon one just because of how I guess unique it is. But I guess it's not, it's not as unique as like a scuba diver with an octopus on his, you know, diving mask, I guess. Uh, and I did them all in black and white because black and white's kind of like my thing now. That's the aesthetic that I've changed my Instagram feed to. Not entirely sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing cuz I know that some people have like commented like hey so do you do anything in color? I was like yeah, you just got swipe. But um yeah, there was absolutely I had no business submitting any of my uh, my garbage to Whalebone because there's just no competition. These people that read this magazine one probably have been doing photography their entire life two they have the type of disposable income to go to these exotic places and three um the content of the the image is just bar none like the best like i think walking a trail in the mountains and taking pictures of like rocks or something is amazing just because it's here somebody who's like lives on the you know northeast area or like access to like one of the coasts yeah they're going to completely dominate the the whole entire game so here's to um maybe trying it again after getting my ego bruised a little bit but i was able to live you know 2021 uh i photography we will rebuild so that was interesting and that was an insane little segue from my humble little hallway in my house, my new house where I want to hang up all of my pictures. So, um, so yeah, the floor is pretty much done at my house. The idea with the floor is to stain it, um, to get like that smooth concrete look that you see like at Sam's or something, uh, or like some like modern restaurants, coffee houses, stuff like that. If there's anybody listening to this that wants to do that, hire me. I i am really good at it now because <laughs> it is an absolute pain in the booty. Oh my gosh. And you get so dang dirty. Oh, it's insane. So unless you like that stuff, go for it. Like it's always great to try something. Um, especially if you like love house flipping and like real estate and stuff like that, like, so that maybe one day if you get that itch to like try and get into the game, you'll already know how to do it. And so you'll be able to price that out and like source it. Uh, but if you don't, let me know and I'll hook you up with a good price. My labor wages. Um, that was insane. That floor took like a good three weeks. It was so messy and dirty. I am so glad that I am done with that part of the house because that would have been insane um so what else what else the backyard needs to get taken care of but that's something that my fiance is going to go ahead and uh work on she's going to have some time off here soon so that way we can take our daughter uh on a little road trip probably going to head out to the mountains uh and get some cooler weather instead of humid weather so and then that'll be like our first like official trip like the three of us together. So that's going to be interesting. That'll be an interesting dynamic uh, to start learning, but it'll, it'll be great for her for the little one because lucky her, she gets to get this little trip and then, and then she's going with her grandparents uh, with the fiance's parents to Colorado to go pick up her cousin. So she gets like back to back trips. That's insane. Um, what else? What else? What else? Let me gather my thoughts really quick and we're going to take a quick break. So uh, check out this commercial for me really quick. Okay. And I'm back. So yeah, um, man, this year has been crazy guys. Um, I finished out the year as strong as I possibly could with work and everything. Um, For those of you that don't know, Uh, a big plan of mine was to get accredited through EPCC so that I could figure out how to teach college. Uh, And so you typically what that means is that you just become a dual credit teacher. And so I did the whole process and everything. And it's been kind of tricky, I guess. And I'm starting to have some doubts about it. Uh, There's just a lot of miscommunication and there's... There's a thing that, you know, when it comes down to this, I guess because a certain amount of money is allotted for all of this stuff, uh, your classes have to be of a certain size and, and everything. And so granted, I mean, I haven't had much time to even really, uh, like market the, having this new class and everything I'd be teaching dual credit psychology because of my master's. Um, that has been kind of the, a tricky little thing that I'm learning about dual credit The other part is also just considering, you know, some new paths in careers and just thinking about the future and I guess thinking about my time, uh, how I want to spend it, how I want to work with my time, uh, the things that I want to accomplish due to the time that I have or don't have. Um, and then just also thinking about my, my time in, in the creative arts, you know, yearbook and podcasting i think podcasting will always be something that i just have in my back pocket i i love it as much as i'm so inconsistent with it i love it just because i love the sound of my own voice but no but like really like um i like the idea of the the flexibility that podcasting has because you know your book really doesn't i'm a very strict time schedule with that one and uh uh I don't know there's these other opportunities that kind of pop up here and there, and i I want to try and get more into business um The fiance and I are kind of on the on the fence when it comes to you know you know five and ten year plans as far as like our careers are concerned and um, keeping interest in a lot of things and so it's just been a year of thinking about what we really want. And I guess that kind of goes back to like the whole mantra. Like we always say like, I can't do this because I don't have time. I can't do this because I really don't know anything about it. I can't do this because so-and-so won't like it. And we're trying to change it from, I can't to how do I like, how do I open up a business? How do I, you know get an extra couple hours in the day to do something that i like how do i you know x y and z and i'll i guess me naturally like i mean i have a business plan it's like literally collecting dust in my google drive and i'm just like look my love my queen take it take it and run with it make it your own you know uh um let, let let my business have the same name that I gave it like three years ago. But other than that, just make it your own because I would rather see you happy and interested in life than, you know, some of these other people that I've worked with, or I'm sure that she's worked with that work at a job for the next 30 years of their life. And they're just absolutely miserable. Um, and I mean, that that kind of bleeds into like a, a, a is that genealogy? No, it's more like a generation thing, like a study on generation. And it kind of goes back to being the millennial. And then like, I don't know, there's just so many terms and like the way that most people who study this area that I'm completely fascinated with now, how they split everything up. Um, you know, millennials, post-millennials, but then it's like you can't even really find where post-millennials are so it goes like millennial into Gen Z uh, and all that stuff and it's just this whole idea of just like, you have your job stay in there, it's such like a baby boomer idea and I feel like most of these baby boomer ideals just don't exist anymore um, they either don't exist or they're just so antiquated that they're almost insulting like how dare you tell me to stay in this job that makes me want, like I would enjoy it better if I had piercing hot needles, gouging my eyeballs out. Like that would be much more fascinating than continuing the next 20 years, 10 years, maybe in this job or in this profession or in this field of study. And, um, which is interesting because not, I mean, like maybe a few days ago, maybe like on Sunday I was you know scrolling through Twitter and I'm not sure if it was a wall street journal or if it was just like some random, you know, sponsored content. It was just like one of those things where it gives you like a list, but it was like the top seven career paths or like the top seven careers that you think would be uh, not lucrative, but like, Uh, great to pursue, but they really aren't. And I think like closer to the top of the list, I think it was like psychology counseling and uh, psychiatric work. And then like way towards the bottom was actual teaching. And I think somewhere in the middle there was like the creative arts and marketing. And I thought that was really weird because man, these like you could line up these websites and these lists of like best and worst careers to have, uh, you know, from whatever year that you ended up seeing it in. And, um, I was on the phone with an actual counselor, like one, you know, my good friend, shout out Mark Kossel. He's a, a counselor, uh, through living hope, shout out living hope. Uh, I was checking out their website, you know, guys, you, uh, I, these times are tricky. And from the things that I've seen on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook sometimes, maybe not so much Facebook, I, I literally feel, guys, that Facebook is losing steam like fast. They are a balloon with a very small hole and the, the air's coming out. But I see the things that people post, um, and most notably on Instagram, uh, and it's just like, guys, you know what? We're all going through it at some degree or another of anxiety, uh, panic attacks uh, confusion, uh, just self doubt, negative, negative self-talk, the darkness in our minds and everything. We're all going through it. And if you need help, please guys, by all means, you know, stop this podcast. You're not going to hurt my feelings, but if you really feel it in you that you just need like someone to talk to, stop listening and pick up the phone and just get some help help is not a a dirty taboo word or like, you know, having people find out like, Oh, so-and-so is like going through therapy or they're talking to a counselor. That is not a bad thing. I am going to be the first to admit that at the probably towards the end of, you know, this whole, I I understand that COVID is still a, a thing that exists in people's minds and everything. And this, you know, the pandemic was real. People passing away was real. Uh, quarantines and curfews, all of that was, was real. It was a real experience. Um, I went through counseling um, and it's kind of funny because, you know, you say counseling, people say counseling, but then there's like, was it a counselor? It's like, no, it was more like a therapist. And then I'm looking at my insurance, you know, information. It's like psychotherapy. So um, I did it guys. And it's not as taboo as you might think. It's like cool. Like Isaac's bettering himself. He's trying to figure himself out. He's trying to figure out why is his mind so dark sometimes. Why does he think the things that he thinks? And I mean, when I was going through it, it was not for anything like horrendous or you know, like you know, uh, life altering. But it was definitely like I need to get my mind in check. Um, And so after talking with my friend Mark and and uh, some of the people at, at Living Hope. I was like, how, how can this be? You know, these people are busy and they have massive schedules and they see tons of people with tons of completely, you know, on the spectrum of things, tons of stuff that they're dealing with. And then like to have these lists that say like, oh, like psychiatry and counseling and all this other stuff, you know, they're not like the best jobs to have. Oh uh, man, if you're going to work like that, that's probably definitely a job to have. Anyway, I digress. Um, But yeah, just like going through all of this, this, uh, this stuff and everything. um, I just told my fiance, you know what, t- t- take it. I want to see you happy. Take my business, run it. Let's see what happens. So yeah, we've been going through like these moments of like reflection in our, our lives and everything. We're 113, 12, 111 days from the wedding. So I'm over here, like I said, parked over here at the gym and I'm just trying to get into the best wedding shape I possibly can. Um, My body does not like me and it definitely does not like when I'm trying to like do it, some, do something that it does not know how to do, which is like lose weight. Uh, I lose weight in all of the wrong places, uh, except the places that I need it to. And I don't feel like eating dirt and rubbing ice cubes on my tongue to get there. So yeah, it's a struggle and whether that's a, a character flaw on my side, or if it's just legitimately something that I just cannot do, we will wait to see. Um, so Yeah life has been insane life is only going to get more spicier too there's a lot of stuff on our on me and the the fiance's plate right now mostly just this house our daughter and just kind of life we're kind of just doing this day in day out kind of thing and learning as we go um i know this is a tuesday so you're going to be hearing this today uh i need to go back to the books and see where I've left. I have so many journals guys, and I'm only gonna just buy more uh, for this next school year. So that way everything has its own journal. So that way my thoughts aren't so jumbled up anymore. Uh, But this podcast is definitely going to be something that is going to change. Uh, I know that it changed from the whole trapping in El Paso thing to COVID and coffee, and then COVID and coffee turned into negative possibilities. Actually, that was more of like, that was a complete name change. Uh, COVID and coffee was more of like a segment idea that ran as a show, but negative possibilities is definitely the show now. And then the whole COVID and coffee thing is more of like going to be a segment. So this whole show is going to turn into like a segment piece. Um, I know that I would review news a lot that might happen. It might not. Um, my idea is going to be more focused on people from now on, um, and ranting So please stay tuned for that as soon as I get my house, as soon as I can get my office set up or at least where I'll be staying, like in the house, uh, where I'm going to put my stuff and everything, like just stay tuned for that. Cause once I'm situated and everything, uh, the idea of guests is going to be much more of a real thing. So, so yeah, before I end up really running out of things to say, I wanted to just get on here, blast some ideas out there, bless some encouragement, blast some uh, perspectives on things. And just to, I mean, I know I have like maybe six faithful listeners, mom, dad, thanks for listening. Um, but no, for reals, for whoever actually like is the faithful listener, like, Oh my gosh, Isaac, hurry up and put something out. Thank you so much. And I appreciate that with all of my tiny little heart uh, that it could muster when it comes to appreciation. Um, but I do hopefully God willing plan to uh, uh, really try and expand on this and be a little bit more consistent. I know consistent has been one of my buzzwords uh, since the get go of this podcast. And so here's to maybe looking at next Tuesday, dropping another episode. And that one is going to be a little bit more uh, not necessarily structured. Uh, it will have some structure, but it's going to be a completely different. There's uh, a big thing uh, coming up. uh with me at church. And so that's going to be a, a show in and of itself, just because I need to start getting more prepared and mentally attuned to what that's going to be bringing. Um, and I'll probably touch a little bit more on just the outlook of my hobbies and all of that jazz. So I leave you with those thoughts and those uh, perspectives, and I will catch you guys next week on Tuesday. Till then, guys, have a great day. God bless and enjoy the rain, guys. Peace.